Thank you for joining us today. This is 15 Minutes to Impact, the podcast that gets right to the point on association marketing. I'm John Sample, Senior Relationship Director at Marketing General. Today, I'm joined by my colleagues, Todd Michaels, who's the Vice President of Digital Services at MGI, and Michelle Peterson, one of our Senior Account Directors. Welcome, guys. Thank you, John. I appreciate you having me on today. Thanks, John. Looking forward to the conversation. So am I. We've got an exciting topic to talk about today, one that we hope we'll be talking to a lot of associations about in 2024, and that is Connected TV. There's a lot of buzz around MGI about CTV, and we're bullish to say the least. Association advertising on TV, is this possible? Todd, let's start with you. Can you explain what Connected TV is and how it works? Sure thing. Uh, Hello, everybody. Uh, Connected TV refers to premium content streaming through apps either on a smart TV, which could be a Samsung, LG, Sony, a Roku TV, any type of smart TV with apps built into its operating system, or a TV with a connected streaming device like a Roku, an Apple TV, an Amazon Fire Stick, Google Chromecast, all that fun stuff. Essentially, if a household is using the internet to stream content to the television, and that provider sells ads like Hulu, Peacock, Paramount Plus, et cetera, you can target your audience there. And ads can be served before content or during traditional commercial breaks. Another way to think about this is IP-based targeting because all of the connected TVs are connecting through a router in your house to stream the content to your television. And that IP on the router is what is being targeted to find the household. This is a substantial advantage as it allows associations to deliver more personalized and relevant ads to specific geographical areas based on the IP address of the connected TV device. We run a lot of traditional geofencing campaigns here at MGI for associations with banner ads, Um, where we target conference attendees, and we also run addressable geofencing campaigns where we target people at the household level. So for example, this would be you have a list of, let's say, past conference attendees. We, with the address for the house, we would load that up into the geofencing platform, and then we show banner ads and the like at the household level when people are in the house connected with their smart devices. And this takes it one step further and will actually show the ads on the connected TV because it is connecting through the router. Another thing to remember is that there are lots of households that have cut the cord and moved away from cable. And there is yet another generation that probably won't even know what cable is or was. I don't think that's a bad thing, me personally. Traditional cable (laughs) buys uh, meant you had to target like an entire audience segment. Um, You know, like when I came up through the agency ranks when I was an intern and dare I say it, the late 90s, I had to do cable TV buys here in Orlando where I'm located at, which was kind of cumbersome, but you could get very targeted and say, I just want this northeastern part of Orlando because I'm buying TV spots for a very large HVAC company. This is different, but the same. Um, It's still kind of the same 
thought process where you can target entire audience segments or you can get down to the personal level, which I like. But now it's with connected TVs and you can just target the people you want and show them ads on their TVs. That's absolutely amazing. The targeting is is just fantastic. Michelle, how do you see CTV fitting into an association's membership marketing strategy? When we're developing marketing strategies for our clients, they almost always have a multi-channel component. And really, multi-channel marketing is really just putting your message in front of your prospects and members in many different ways or channels to create a very integrated experience across lots of touch points. And really what we're trying to do is ensure that they can receive your messages through their preferred channels. So Connected TV is really a newer channel channel for us at MGI. Um, and we're really excited to add it to our marketing mix for the clients. You know, with the rise of social media and video sharing platforms, a lot of our clients have really embraced video, especially in the last year. Videos are very engaging and they can communicate information very quickly and effectively. So to me, connected TV advertising is really taking video and online advertising, marrying them up and helping us take our campaigns to the next level. Like a lot of other online campaigns that we manage for our clients, connected TV advertising can leverage data and analytics to target very specific demographics, interests, and behaviors, um, really helping us make sure we're delivering relevant ads to the right audience on any of their streaming devices. So when they see those ads on their Roku TV, and then another ad on while they're scrolling through the web, and then hearing another ad while they're listening to a podcast, the brand is reinforced. And then there's really enhanced recall um, resulting in more conversion opportunities for our clients. Amazing. And it sounds to me like there might be a place for CTV beyond just marketing membership. Can you talk a little bit about other uses? Oh, definitely. Um, I think this is going to be great for conference marketing. Uh, we can you know, upload a very customized, uh, a targeted list, the list that we're doing other marketing with, and really combine uh, online marketing, the connected TV and direct mail. You know, having all of those together, that's really going to make a big difference for associations. Oh, I think you're right. You, you know, during the last Super Bowl, I heard a 30 second spot cost about $7 million. And I always wonder how a company measures that return on investment. CTV is actually quite affordable, right? But associations will want to know how to track ROI. Can you guys talk a little bit about measuring return on investment with CTV? Yeah, Todd, I can start this one. Um, I really think the beauty of connected TV is the ability to run these highly targeted commercials at a fraction of the cost of traditional TV. And plus, you can implement it across um, multiple devices and have the same kind of great tracking that we have with our online ads. So utilizing web pixels, we're able to report on conversions much like we do for our traditional online campaigns. So depending on what your goals are, I think there are several ways that you can track ROI for connected TV. 
So just one example for one of my clients, we're going to be uploading a very targeted list and we're going to hold back about 20 to 25% of that list as our control group. The test group is going to receive the connected TV campaign. And this campaign is actually going to include um, streaming devices, banner ads, and audio ads. So the control group will not be getting this campaign. And since we know exactly who we're serving the campaign to, we will know who's, who's converted from the test group. And we'll be able to compare the conversion rates of the test group to the control group. So we are going to have a really good handle on ROI from this campaign. So that's just one example of how you can do it. Yeah, wow. I, I agree with Michelle 100% here. Uh, there's a couple different ways to go about this, just like Michelle alluded to. Um, from a, a CPM perspective, you know, you can't beat this um, because you don't need the biggest budgets for CTV spots. And to Michelle's point, if you're uploading a list and to do what we, again, would consider to be like an addressable geofencing campaign to target people at their house, in very simplest terms, you can do a matchback report after the fact because you have the list of the people that you uploaded and you can see who converted, but you should also be putting QR codes on your ads so people can point their phones at the TV and then start the registration. If it's the conference, start the registration process right there on their phone. But I do think it is important, you know, as direct marketers, as we are as MGI, just like Michelle said, I always hold that when you're doing something with brand new uh, mediums, technology, channels, what have you, you should always set aside a control group and kind of do nothing with them, though I know that is kind of a painful thing for marketers to hear, but it also gives you the cleanest read in terms of performance. Absolutely. Well, you, you know, I heard somebody mention uploading a list, and I'm sure there needs to be some sort of video that we're going to show as the ad. What does an association need to run ads on CTV? Let's talk about the ad itself and the process uh, for setting up a campaign. I'll take the easy part. Um, in terms of format, 15 and 30 second ads are what are recommended, and I would absolutely do both format-wise. Like I mentioned before, it's not a bad idea to include a QR code for tracking purposes. Me as a certified direct marketer, I would absolutely have the QR code in there for tracking purposes. Um, in terms of creative direction, Michelle can speak to that better than I can because she's super very smart and I just handle the technical stuff. Uh, Michelle? Yeah, so just like uh, Todd mentioned, for our clients, we're creating 15 and 30 second spots. And while they don't need to be, uh, you know, uh, they don't need to be elaborate. Um, they do need to be high quality. But it can be as simple as like a simple text with voiceover. Or you can have a more polished video that has maybe B-roll and music and voiceover, maybe even actors. But I think the point here is it doesn't need to cost thousands of dollars but it's definitely gonna cost more than a set of banner ads. So, you know, that's one thing you need to consider when you are talking about adding connected TV to your mix. You do have, you know, an investment upfront to create your videos. 
Um, but like I said, it doesn't have to be crazy expensive and it just need it does need to be high quality though. People, when they're watching TV, they expect to see high quality ads. So that's really important to keep in mind. Absolutely. And, and Michelle, what kind of timeline are we looking at in terms of getting a CTV campaign set up and running? Well, from start to finish. So, you know, let's start from the very beginning. Um, you want to define your campa- campaign objectives, like having clear objectives and goals and knowing how you're going to measure that is really important from the start. Um, you also want to make sure that you know who you're trying to target and you need to figure out, okay, are you going to be providing a list that, you know, super hyper targeted, like I mentioned earlier, or are you going to use audience selects that are available um, on the platforms itself, like we use for our regular online advertising. So it's important to know how you want to target your audience. Um, for creating the videos for our clients, we typically will provide a storyboard concept to help them visualize what the commercial will look like. And, you know, these are pretty short, so we're not talking like a 20 page um, document or anything, but it, it really does help kind of lay out the script and, you know, what visually they can expect their ad to look like. So once we get approval on that, we'll work closely with our videographer to create the ads. So a, a client that I'm working with right now, um, we actually were able to create the storyboard and the video. I would say that was about maybe a three or four week process. Um, once we knew that they wanted to move forward with the campaign, it took about a month to come up to the final commercial. So you want to make sure you give yourself plenty of time. Um, to create the campaign uh, and the ads themselves. So Absolutely. I would say, yeah, probably, um, you know, I would say six to eight weeks is probably a good runway for creating an online campaign like this. Perfect. Perfect. Todd, are there any technical red flags that we need to be on the lookout for in executing a CTV campaign? Yes. Um, and I will, by and large, just rehash what Michelle said because she did an excellent job of it. It is, Indeed. you know, it, in terms of the mechanics, you know, an MP4 file and this, that, and the other thing, we have a, a, just a, a PDF that includes all the specs that we give. Um, but again, if you're working with MGI, we take care of all that when Michelle and her team are, are taking care of the creative. But, you know, and I can't stress this enough, just like Michelle said, you want to have a professional looking video that won't be out of place on someone's TV. Just throwing together a video ad can do more harm than good if the creative is not given careful consideration. Um, and like Michelle said, these types of campaigns have long lead times to set them up. Me personally, I need to have like all the assets from Michelle and her team about 10 days before campaign launch. So if you have a conference and you want the campaign to launch December 1st, I need things from Michelle and her team middle of November to be comfortable, especially with the holidays. And like Michelle said, there's a lot of planning time leading up to it in terms of strategy and getting the creative right. You have to do revisions. Do we need actors and and all that fun stuff? So there is a lot more time as opposed to say someone says to me, hey, I want a search engine marketing campaign. And I say, no problem. 48 hours are up and running. This isn't that type of situation. 
and you want to make sure that you have all your I's dotted and your T's crossed before we move forward. Well, that sounds great. Um, this was meant to just be an introduction to CTV, and we look forward to talking to uh, clients more about this. Todd, Michelle, and I are available at any time uh, to talk to you one-on-one about how CTV might fit into your 2024 marketing plans. You can reach out to me, John Sample, to set up a conversation. My email address is jsample, J-S-A-M-P-L-E, at marketinggeneral.com. And I can arrange for Todd, Michelle, and I to talk to you more about it. So we're really excited about this. We think 2024 is going to be the year of CTV. And uh, we will probably be back with another podcast to tell you more about it. Todd, Michelle, thank you so much for your time today. Thank Thank you, John. Great. Thanks for joining us today on 15 Minutes to Impact. We'll talk again with you soon.